0: brought to you by the students of Mary Persons High School in conjunction with MPTV. This is Monroe County Schools Radio exclusively on Magic 100 FM. I'm your host Carrie Buckendale. This morning we're continuing our in-depth look at Monroe County Schools. At KB Sutton Elementary it's all about the night way. We begin our coverage with Mary Persons Junior Daryl Lowe and KBS principal Becky Brown.
1: How long have you been at a school in Monroe County? Can you tell us a bit about your educational background?
2: Sure. So I have been, this is my 14th year, I believe, in Monroe County. Um, I started off at Mary Persons High School. I was an assistant principal for curriculum and instruction. Um, I guess I came in 2004, and then I spent six years there, and then I came over to KB Sutton and spent three years as assistant principal. I worked with Miss um, Elder primarily, and then I left and went to a neighboring county as principal, and then came back to Monroe County as principal at Katie Sutton. So I've been here for a while. <laughs> okay,
1: what did you teach before you went into administration?
2: Um, I taught social studies at Houston County High School. Um, in Warner Robins, Georgia, and I taught civics, world history, U.S. history, and high school 101.
1: What made you want to be a history teacher?
2: Um, well, I always had a love for learning about different cultures and other people, and I thought history would be a great way to do that.
1: Okay, what is the biggest challenge you faced on a daily basis?
2: Um, Well, probably most recently, there are lots of challenges that schools are facing associated with um, COVID-19. Those challenges include kids who um, get sick and aren't able to be at school and, you know, just working with our teachers to make sure. And they do a great job with trying to catch the kids back up um, as they come back. And then also, I guess just maintaining a, a safe environment for our students and staff.
1: How has COVID impacted your um, administration? Like how to how to lead a, a school like during COVID?
2: I mean, I think you just have to maintain a positive attitude and focus on the things that you can't control. Um, you know, we can't control the virus, um, but we can control the things that we do in our building. Um, And we just try to focus on the time that we have with our kids and and do the best we can.
1: Okay. What are some of the highlights from your last school year?
2: Um, Let's see. Even though it was a pandemic year, we still had some good um, academic achievements that our kids made on milestones. Uh, They all did pretty well in math. Um, We did well in fifth grade science, and uh, there are some opportunities in the area of ELA but we're, we're working on those things but um, our kids still did well with the um, young Georgia authors writing competition. We had several students place first and second at the district level and a couple students go on to the to the state level. So we're really proud of them.
1: How do you get your te- how do you know that your teachers are getting your students prepared for the milestones?
2: <clears throat> how do I know? Um, well, they really prepare our kids every day. All year long, so um, I don't know that there was anything exceptionally special that we did, except for um, schedule some time to, to make sure we went back and reviewed some things. But um, honestly, the the best advice that I give to our teachers is maximize the time that you have with the kids every day.
1: Okay. Final question: What are two things you would say to a teacher to help them excel this year?
2: Um. Just do your best. That's all.
1: Did that? Sorry, you lost connection.
2: (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. What did I say? It was really good. Uh, Let's see. I think I just said, um, you know, just do your best every day and um, maximize the time that you have with kids every day. Just make make your time count.
1: Okay. Thank you for your time.
2: Okay. Have a good one. You too. Bye.
3: Hi everyone, I'm Kaylin Foster, a senior here at MP and today I'm here with Miss Collier, one of the online learning teachers at KB Sutton. Hi, how are you? How are you? I'm great. How long have you been at KB Sutton and what you teach? Uh, this is
4: my third year at KBS and um, I was teaching fifth grade so I reading and social studies, and then this year I've been moved to the online facilitator teacher role, so I actually have grades three, four, and five for all three elementary schools.
3: Oh wow, and how has that been this year?
4: It has been a transition, but we're getting in the groove, and um, we're doing really well. I'm proud of the kids. They're doing a good job. What do you enjoy most about teaching? Spending time with the kids, honestly. I mean, just the stuff that they come up with and their sense of humor, the connections that they make, those relationships that we build, that's kind of my bread and butter of teaching.
3: What is one thing you wish you could change about the teaching profession?
4: I wish that we had more time to sit with a skill or standard before we have to kind of force the kids on. It feels like we just never have enough time for mastery um, for especially the kids that struggle and then the kids that are ready to move on quickly it, there's not really anything ready to go for them so we're kind of stuck in the middle so I wish we had more freedom to move a little more fluidly
3: right because I know here we have block schedule so it's like go 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 and yeah really no time to like stop if you weren't a teacher, what would you be doing?
4: Oh, goodness. Teaching is actually my second career. I um, I started in public relations, oh, wow. and I have a degree in journalism from Mercer, and then I spent about five-ish years doing that before I went to teaching, um, but I think if I could pick any career, I think being like an archaeologist or a museum curator would be so much fun. I love history. I think that would be so cool.
3: What is one of your favorite memories as a student, if you can remember
4: one? I loved elementary school, just my whole elementary school experience. I think that's why I picked elementary as my teaching focus. Um, I was in the gifted program at Rosa Taylor Elementary in Macon, and our gifted teacher was Uh, really great at picking fun, interesting things to do. So we made alien mask when we were talking about like space and um, we made like pop arts. We got to watch the um, John Glenn go back to space for the second time. Um, So we got to watch the spaceship take off from Cape Canaveral and it was a really cool moment to watch this man who, I think he was in his sixties or seventies at the time, go back into space.
3: Do you have any like funny stories you have with like a student or like any fun memories you've made so far? There's so many, like, I
4: love my kids leave me little notes. This year I actually started with face-to-face students and then we had to transition. Um, and so I had a gifted child, um, we were playing a gym kit and they made their name um the potato overlord which <laughs> i just thought was hysterical is that it? and it spawned this whole like potato overlord cartoon <laughs> that they've that like drawn so for me funny. with the like mixers and the spuds and forks that's as the so weapons and they're against so the tomatoes funny. and <laughs> i mean
3: Elementary school students are really funny and they have such a like big imagination. It's so funny. If do you have any advice for like any teachers who are like starting out into this profession?
4: Um, yeah, so the best advice that I got when I started um, from my mentor teacher was know that kids learn. That's just how their brains work they're going to learn, they're going to grow. You could show up and not do anything Mm -hmm. and they're still going to learn. It may not be the extent that you were wanting. So that kind of takes a little pressure off a new teacher um, knowing that, okay, if I go in and do my best, they're really going to learn and grow Um, because the first year is so hard grasping the you know, management of the classroom and the content. So just knowing they're going to get something out of it, even if it's not your very best lesson, takes a lot of pressure off. and makes it a little bit more fun.
3: Yeah. What are some of the challenges you face? I know you switch online, so there's probably much more. So can you talk (laughs) about that?
4: I think one of the biggest challenges is probably true for any teacher. The first week of school, it's just... Managing and building relationships and figuring out the nuances of your kids. Right. Um, And then being willing to be flexible and bend however you need. Um, When I switched to online, kind of had to say goodbye to my face to face kids. And um, it was sad because we had built a relationship even in our short time together. But I think it was a good learning moment for them because I was able to say we're a team all of your teachers are on a team you guys as students are on a team and sometimes teammates have to kind of change their role in what is asked of them and that's just part of being on a team. Right?
3: Do you still like build bonds with your online students is it still is it kind of the same. Versus
4: yeah, animals. this is, we've done one full week together this week. It's our first full week, and I've got kids who have messaged me. Um, my favorite animal is a sloth, and so I already have <laughs> somebody that sent me a picture of a sloth named Chewy, um, and so we're we're building relationships through a Google Classroom, and then we're going to do a live gym kit today, so I can mm, hopefully get to see some of their faces and hang out. Uh, we've been I've been making videos for them every morning so we're working it just takes a little longer when right. it's online
3: do you like being online or do you miss like
4: in person? um I was actually a little sad because I love my face-to-face kids but I really have embraced it and I enjoy it mm-hmm. um, it's different one is not better than the other um but I am enjoying getting to do this. I'm able to work with other, other projects, stuff like this. It's a lot easier for an online teacher than a face-to-face teacher.
3: Right. I'm
4: working on a video about 9-11 and where some of our teachers were on that day. Mm-hmm. So that's something I wouldn't get to do if I was face-to-face in the classroom. So I'm excited about those kind of opportunities this year.
3: Have you had any students go to middle school? Do they still come and like, see you?
4: Yeah, I've got, um, since I've done fifth grade every year, I've got two classes now that are in middle school and it's usually the teacher's kids that come over on the bus and they kind of hang out with me, get the middle school gossip.
3: Thank you for being here
4: with me. Well, thanks for doing this is fun.
5: What is your name and what grade are you in?
6: My name's Layla and I'm in fourth grade.
5: Okay, how long have you been at KB Sutton?
6: I've been at KB, this is my fourth year.
5: Your fourth year, so you came in first grade? Okay. What is your favorite thing about your school?
6: My my favorite thing about the school is that you, um, there's a lot of specials and stuff, and there, and I I just love going to every single one of them.
5: Oh, fun! What is something your teachers have done to help you when something was tough to figure it out? Um,
6: I would just um, they would just they would just um. I don't
5: know. You don't know? Do they sit down and try to help explain it to you? Yeah. Oh, good. Okay. And what is one thing that you would do to make KBS even better?
6: Um, that we have um, block parties more
5: often. More block parties. Okay. So you really like the block parties at the school. Mm-hmm. Perfect. Thank you, Layla. You're okay. What is your name and what grade are you in? My name
6: is Brooklyn Ham and I'm in fourth grade.
5: How long have you been at KB Sutton?
6: I've been at KB Sutton for five years.
5: What is your favorite thing about our school?
6: My favorite thing about our school is all of the teachers and all of my friends.
5: What is something your teachers have done to help you when something was tough to help you figure it out?
6: They help you by explaining in a simple way what to do and how to do it.
5: What is one thing you would do to make KBS even better?
6: One thing I would do to make KBS even better is to let the students pick what class
5: they're in. Oh, that's good. What is your favorite extra thing that we do at KBSet? And like, what's your favorite fun thing? The PBIS parties. Oh, the PBIS parties. Those are a lot of fun, aren't they? Mm-hmm. All right. Thank you, Brooklyn.
0: It sounds like things are off to a great start at KB Sutton. There's been a lot of change at T.G. Scott Elementary this year. There's a new principal, two new assistant principals, and lots of new teachers, para pros, and support staff. To get the latest on our Bears at Work, we go to Mary Persons Jr. Adam Simmons and Principal Chad Sanders.
7: Uh, hello, everyone. My name is Adam Simmons, and today I am interviewing Mr. Chad Sanders, the
8: principal at TG Scott.
7: Uh,
8: would you like to say hello? Hello, everybody. Uh, this is Mr. Sanders over here at TG Scott, first year principal, and looking forward to the interview.
7: All right, that's good. And so we'll start with questioning with question one. How long have you been at the school or in Monroe County? And can you tell us a bit of your
8: educational background? Certainly. Uh, Well, I started in elementary school in Henry County, and then I went to Bibb County and then to Monroe County. Um, I've been in Monroe County in different capacities. I've taught everything from second, third, fourth, fifth, seventh. That's it. Um, And love all grade levels found my niche really in elementary and have really thoroughly enjoyed um, being here in Monroe county this is I'm thinking this is my 14th year 15th year in Monroe county Um, and as far as education goes I went to Georgia Southern University where I earned my bachelor's and my master's degree uh, with a minor in special ed Hmm. very
7: very cool Uh, Next question. Since you're the uh, second principal in T.G. Scott history, uh, how do you want to build on the legacy left behind by Dr. Bazemore, as well as make some changes to the culture? Oh,
8: wonderful question. I really like that. Um, Dr. Bazemore created an incredible culture here at T.G. Scott, a five-star climate rating and a CCRPI score. Um, and it was a place that had a very low uh, turnover with teachers. So most teachers that came here uh, retired uh, or, or from education and very few ever left because they were unhappy. Um, so that, that's big shoes to fill when you look at one principal that's been in the school for almost 17, 18 years and I'm following that person. So I wanna build my own legacy, my own label. Um, and I want to continue a lot of the things that Baysmore has created with the culture, and up the Ante some with some of our teaching practices, um, and trying to emphasize more technology use uh, at our school and, and being able to provide more opportunities for kids to create products uh, from a, a, a student-based technology background. Hmm. Uh, thank you for
7: that. That's uh... A very a good answer. All right.
8: hmm. Thank you. Uh,
7: next question. What is the biggest challenge you face on a daily basis?
8: Um, well, right now, I think it'd be safe to say the, uh, the COVID uh, crisis that we're in in our country, it makes it difficult to uh, keep kids in school, uh, to have subs when teachers are out. Um, so just making sure kids are not getting behind and trying to, Build upon some of the learning loss that occurred over the last two years because of COVID. I think that's probably the biggest concern. Um, Now, I do have a lot of new staff this year, so me personally, I'm also trying to train and prepare to establish a culture with the new people that have have come on board. We have 24 new staff members that are new to TGS this year, and we have a completely new uh, administrative staff, uh, two new APs, uh, new principal. Our office staff is new with five of the seven uh, admin core team uh, being new in their position. So there's a lot of change, but I guess good change. Um, you, have, you have growth um, that we're all experiencing, and with growth comes a little growing pain. Sometimes we'll make mistakes because we're new at this, and we learn from it, and we, we grow and don't make the same mistakes again.
7: Hmm. It's very good to hear that you all are pushing through the challenges. Yeah, well, thank you. Uh, the next question is, what are two things that you would like to say to teachers to help them excel this year?
1: Hmm.
8: Two things to help teachers excel this year. I think one would be hang in there. All right. This is uh, with with this COVID season still in place. Um, it's easy to get frustrated when some of the kids who are quarantined get behind and um and find it difficult uh to to maintain the pace when they're not here because it is there is no substitute in my opinion for face-to-face instruction and and when they're not here it's just hard to make that up so trying to keep kids in these foundational years where they're learning to read and write and and understand the the foundation of math skills is so so making sure that teachers keep a a great perspective and attitude through this growth process that would be the first thing and second thing I would say is probably don't lose focus of the big picture. You know, the, the big picture is this COVID will not be here forever. You know, it, it's gonna, it's gonna pass through. Um, so keep the main, keep the kids the main focus uh, of your of your instruction, your learning, continue to build that culture and that relationship with those kids. That's probably the most important thing they can do is build that culture relationship. Um, and that will help them through this culture crisis of COVID um, as well as um, any other situations that may arise. Just focus on that culture, focus on that relationship.
7: A very good answer, sir.
8: Okay, thank you. Uh,
7: next question is, um, can you tell us some of the school's
8: history? Uh, well, when TG Scott was first uh, established um, I want to say it was 16, I may, you may, I may have misspoken earlier, I think it's 16 years that, that we've been here at TG Scott. Uh, there was nearly a thousand kids in our school and they put treaders out back to ha- help accommodate some of the kids and put uh, four classrooms out back. Um, so we, we now currently have enrolled about 800 children and uh, there's a lot of growth coming. Uh, that we have in our area, we, we've got three elementary schools now. Um, you know, we've been here on the south end of the county. That we just we have uh, a, a great group of kids that are and with parents that are involved. Um, and as far as history of the school, uh, you know, it's, it's founded from uh, Thomas Thomas Goodwin uh, Scott, and uh, it's kind of our, our I think of our mission, you know, just just to create lifelong learners who are responsible, respectful, and safe has really been our goal all these years. So, it's a little bit about the school and where we came from. Yeah,
7: I, I can definitely say for sure the, some of the school systems have definitely changed a bit, whether uh, like what students are, or like what schools uh, students go to, like the sixth grade campus had shut down because of some mold problem, I believe. and. You got a bunch of elementary schools, all funneling yeah. into one when the students get to middle school. All right. So yeah, very insightful.
8: Okay. Uh, else, last sir. Hmm? I said, what else, Adam?
7: Uh, the last question I have here on my paper. Uh, what are some of your favorite highlights from
8: uh, convocation? Hmm. Convocation. Um. I really enjoyed everybody being together when the teacher of the year was announced. I think that was very special for that person and for everybody to experience it together. Um, And I think everybody's really happy for for Randy Sims and and her her being chosen for that. Um, That was one of the highlights. I think, you know, you keep in mind, that was the first time that everybody's been together as a system since COVID hit. So that was just, it was fun just to see everybody together. You know, I, I think of ourselves as a family in Monroe County. And when family doesn't get together, then it's kind of hard on the family. So I was really excited that everybody got together to to the, the excitement, the, the, the feel of the room, the dynamics just changes when everybody's together and, and the, the excitement that comes with the new teachers, uh, the, the new experiences and a new year. So that's, that's a couple of things about communication that stood out to me.
7: Yeah. Um... Now, I'd like to ask your follow-up question about convocation because uh, before today, I didn't really know much about what it is. And I guess this I could ask this for some other people listening in that might not also know what convocation is. So what exactly is
8: it? Um, that's a, you know, a very good question to ask, uh, Adam. When I, when I think about what the purpose of convocation is, to me, uh, it's an opportunity for everybody to get together to share a common a core value, a vision, uh, a mission that the, that is central throughout all the schools. You know, we each have our own flavor because you each have your own administrators leading the building. But When you look at Monroe County as a goal, a vision, the mission of Monroe County to learn, grow, succeed, that is a time to, to, to capture that together with everybody uh, with, with, one's, with one agreement, with one, one uh, sense of purpose. So, when i think of convocation as opportunity for everybody to meet the new people to share a common vision and mission statement to hear from our leaders um, and to share any kind of insight uh, that would govern the the theme for the year and our thoughts for the year so that's, that's kind of what I, I think of when i think of a, a purpose of the convocation
7: all right uh, very good description and that seems to be all the questions i have for you okay so uh, thank you again for uh, doing this interview with me. I'm very uh, thankful that you decide to work with us on this. All right. Awesome. Thank you, Adam. Uh, thank you, uh, Mr. Sanders. All right, buddy. Bye-bye. Bye.
3: My name is Mackenzie Morin. I'm in fifth grade. I've been at T.G. Scott for four years going on five. What I love about my school is that there are so many generous teachers and students that give me courage, hope, and confidence at T.G. Scott. Not just my teachers help me out, but everyone does. The cafeteria, the library, and also specials. There's nothing that I will want to change about T.G. Scott, except if I had to pick something, I'd say more swings would be nice.
0: Great job, Mackenzie. Next week, we'll continue our focus on what's happening inside our Monroe County Schools. In the meantime, don't forget to stop by the Bicentennial Celebration in downtown Forsyth today. And be sure to attend the Merry Persons Chorus and Band Concerts this week at the Fine Arts Center. You can also check out the Monroe County Middle School Chorus Concert this week at the Fine Arts Center. Thank you for tuning in to Monroe County Schools Radio exclusively on Magic 100 FM. Have a great week. Remember to be a champ, and as always, go dogs! The thoughts expressed in this segment represent Monroe County Schools.